Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much uh, for this day. This is Wednesday, and seems like time is going very quickly. But Father, we just pray that you'll help us um, to gain what you have for us today, to absorb what you would like us uh, to retain today. And Father, we're praying especially for your Holy Spirit to fill this place. You promise when two or more are gathered together that you're in their midst, and we are here gathering together, Father, seeking a deeper experience with you, especially as it relates to prayer. So, Father, bless our time together today, and fill us with your Spirit, we pray in your precious name. Amen. Amen. So, I shared that in the seminar, we're going to have some practical um, experience just to not only draw us closer together and have some time in prayer, but also just to demonstrate when you go back to your own church groups or even your family group or whatever, um, ways that you can come together and pray. And some of you may have experienced uh, this already, and hopefully so. But I'm going to be focusing specifically on united prayer today and how to come together in unity in prayer. Um, before I share what we're going to do, I just want to read a couple thoughts to you. I assume you probably already have the Praying for Rain booklet. If you don't, we want to make sure you get copies. There's some out there, and I'll have some up here as well. But this is really a handbook to help you start small united prayer groups. It has a lot of inspiration, a lot of Bible promises, uh, things along that line. But I'm looking here in the beginning. Why? Should we have united prayer? Of course, we know the promise of Matthew 18, 19, and 20 that says, if two of you shall agree as touching anything that they ask, it shall be done for them. Where two or more are gathered together, he is in their midst. So we know that. Referring to that promise, Ellen White writes in the book Evangelism, page 414, she says, precious promise. Do we believe it? What marvelous results would appear if the united prayers of this company were to ascend to God in living faith. Do we really believe this promise? If we would really bind together, what would God do? And here's something else that she, she writes in the book um, Fundamentals of Christian Education, page 210. Brethren, brethren should stand shoulder to shoulder, uniting their prayers at the throne of grace, that they may move the arm of the omnipotent. Heaven and earth will then closely be connected in the work, and there will be joy and gladness in the presence of the angels of God when the lost sheep is found and restored. So as I shared already yesterday, there is such a beauty and a power when God's people pray together. And actually we're told the power of those prayers comes in relation to the unity and the love that there is within the group, one, one for another. It's very hard <laughs> to be united when there's discord, right? When there's discord among you, you're not very united. But you know something that's beautiful. I tell people, don't wait until the discord's all taken together to come together and pray. Because as we pray, God has a way of doing something in our hearts to heal that discord. And I've seen this happen time and time again with churches that I've uh, been at and shared this with, how, you know, we'll start and we'll be praying together and just people are overcome with conviction. 
they need to go and make right wrong with so-and-so somebody that's in the group and they'll go and do that and they'll hug each other and cry and pray together and then it's like the prayer meeting doesn't want to end people don't want to leave they don't want to because they can feel the spirit of the lord there and god is going to work in his church and among his people if we will come together um, and and uniting our hearts together in unity and prayer so you know there's many stories I could share, and I don't, I'm not going to take a lot of time talking this morning because I really want to have some time today to pray. And I'm going to demonstrate, and you're all going to be part of this. You know, we, we're not just going to pretend. We're actually going to take time to pray. Um, but it's, it is going to be kind of a model and a, a sample for you as well. But I'm going to demonstrate two different types of, of prayer that I believe are a real blessing for groups. These are not the only ways to pray. This is not obviously, you know, like, oh, this is just what you, you need to do. And if you're not doing this, no, that's not it at all. But this is just ways that we've found have been such a blessing. And especially even for young people and children that have a hard time getting involved, you know, because we adults tend to wax a little bit too eloquent. <laughs> and sometimes it's, it's a struggle for others or maybe those that are a little timid and those that are a little bit more, you know, feeling like, well, I just, I just don't know how to pray like they do. So, you know, I can't, you know, and obviously God hears the heart, even if you're not speaking, but we're, um, we're seeking to create an atmosphere that all can be involved as the Holy Spirit convicts. And I just say, pray if the Holy Spirit convicts you. And if you don't just pray in your heart. Um, and that's what matters most. But like I said, there's so many stories that I could share as we've had United Prayer Groups, I remember one time um, there was a group praying, and it was a small group, and eyes were closed, and so people didn't really know whether people were coming or going, but towards the end, as they were singing um, a song, it just sounded like a lot more people had joined because it was so beautiful. But when they opened their eyes, they found that it was the same small group that they had started with. The angels were actually singing with them. And I, I believe I've heard that, you know, a number of times where we'd be, we'd be, we would be together praying and singing, and it's just like, wow, that is just like so amazing, the harmonies, and I'm like, the angels must be singing with us, this is just beautiful. I mean, God inhabits the praises of his people. He comes near when we praise together, and so it's so beautiful. So I'm going to, we're going to demonstrate two different types of prayer. One is united prayer. We're going to you know, just come together and all, all praise the Holy Spirit leads. And another I call the circle of blessings. And I didn't get that name from any, any place, any book, any idea, except for the fact that we're getting in a circle. We're surrounding each other, lifting up each other's arms. Just like Aaron and her lifted up Moses and Aaron, um, Aaron and her lifted up Moses' arms. I believe that we need to lift up each other's arms. And before we are really going to be strong, praying for the community out there and for the brokenness, I believe we need to see healing within our own camp, within our own families, within our own church. And so that's why I encourage people, start first by getting your small group and just taking turns praying for each one. You know, what specifically, and there are some things that you can't share publicly, and that's, that's perfectly uh, fine, and I'm not asking. There are certain sensitive topics that we really should not ever share publicly. But Ellen White does talk about the fact that there are many things that we need to confess 
and share struggles that we have, pride, selfishness, all these different things, and especially these things that are publicly seen, we need to confess those things publicly and, and just be able to share. You know, I have a problem with pride, and I'm struggling with that, and I need you guys to pray for me. I mean, that's a very appropriate thing to say, or I'm struggling with this or that, and I need you guys to pray for me. And um, so that's what the circle of blessings is specifically for, is to surround each other and to lift each other's arms and just pray for one another. And then as we become strong as a unit, then we begin attacking specific issues. In other words, going to spiritual, you know, spiritual battle per se, on behalf of those outside, and those are your children, and, and those outside of the church, or backslidden members that you want to see come back into the church, or you know, you're praying for an evangelistic series, or this or that, and you're praying for specific goals. I think it's very important as we pray as groups, and individually as well, that we're very specific. You can't hit a target that you don't aim for, right? You're praying generally. You don't really know if God, did God answer this or not? You know, you were praying so general, you really don't know. And so I encourage people, okay, so you're praying for your evangelistic series to go well. What exactly do you want to see happen? What do you believe would be for God's glory in this? Who are you praying specifically that will come to the series or this or that? And so be very specific. Claim promises with those specific prayers. As I've been talking, you know, all about pray the word of God. And I, um, as I've shared earlier, I've, I've put together prayers and promises on cards just to help people get into the habit and learn how to pray the Word of God. But what's most meaningful is when you take those promises God has given you and you claim them on behalf of certain situations or things in your life and you just hold on to those promises because God's Word doesn't change. Circumstances change, our feelings change, the environment around us change, you know, but impossible things to our human perspective, are possible with God. And so we need to claim those promises and just hold on. And so go to, go to battle on your knees as, as Bible study groups and home groups and church groups and just pray until you see the answers. And then when you see the answers, record them and take note, kind of like as milestones along the journey. Look at what God has done. You know, as I had those prayers collecting up in my jars um, just seeing what God had done, I was so encouraged, and my faith was like, look at what God has already done. I know he's working. I, I know that he's answering my prayers, and so that was so encouraging for me. Yes? Amazing, yeah, amazing, yeah, amazing facts. Booth, they have a little bookwork thing where you can jot down your prayers and when they were answered. Okay. A little booklet at the Amazing Facts booth um, that sounds like you can record prayers and, and write down when they're answered. So that's very, very encouraging um, for our faith. <clears throat> okay, I don't want to take too much time here. Let me just take a couple more minutes to explain. So when we have united prayer, this is something I share. And there's a number of illustrations biblically where you can, you can get the, the model for this. And a lot of this is written in this booklet, Praying for Rain. You know, when we come to God, we tend to be very quick to give him our burdens and our needs and all of that. And that's fine. He loves to have us come to him. We don't need to apologize. Here I am again with another. We don't need to apologize for these things. But think about, and think about how you feel as well. When people come to you and they constantly are asking 
but they're never thinking, they're never praising, they're never adoring or loving. As I just shared, God inhabits the praises of his people. We're told in Psalms 100 verse 4, you know, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. And so in the first part of United Prayer, we're going to take time just to praise God. And during this time, let's not give him any request or any prayer request. Let's just praise him for who he is, for what he's done for you. Praise him for things of his character that you appreciate, uh, of who God is. And so it's hard, and I find this, you know, as, as I share, it's really hard for us to get into the spirit of praise because we're really not doing it. We're really, it's kind of like, you know, what, what should I be praising him for? What, it, it's, it's, it's almost like, I don't know, we're kind of dry. And we need to pray that God would give us a heart of praise. And this is something that he's grown and still growing in my life because it wasn't something that I just had either. It's, you know, it's something, but the more you see to praise him for, the more you will have to praise him for. Ellen White writes that, actually. The more that we praise him, the more we will be given to praise him for. And that, that quote is in the book. I don't remember the reference. Um, something else. Um, so we're going to take time to praise him. And then we're going to take time um, just for a few, few minutes, brief minutes of corporate confession. And that's just where we ask God's forgiveness. Um, those private, personal sins, um, some things are not appropriate to share in, in groups. Just ask God for forgiveness for that personally and privately. But there are many things, as I just said, that are appropriate uh, to share. And Ellen White speaks of that, that we need to put pride aside and come to the altar and just be broken and ask his forgiveness because we are guilty as a church and as a people of these things. So we need to clear the way. Isaiah 59, 1 and 2 says his hand is not shortened that it... Uh, his ear is not shortened that it cannot hear, his hand not shortened that it cannot save, but our iniquities have hid his face from us that he cannot hear us. And so we take a few moments to do that and just make sure there's nothing between us and God. Um, and then we give him our request. And I say, just pray boldly. If, if you remember the promises, even if you don't remember where it's found, don't worry about that. God, God knows the reference that you're referring to. You know, he knows what's on your heart. Claim the promise. Whatever he brings to your mind, just claim the promises. And then we end with thanksgiving. Now, I purposefully did not bring my slides today because I sometimes make a little fancy presentation and I'll have united prayer and now we're going to do praise and now we're going to do this and now we're going to do that. But I don't want to intimidate you guys that you think before you're going to do this with a group, you need to have something like this. You don't. It can just be four of us. We sit down together and we say, we're going to pray. And before we give God our, our request, let's just take a few minutes or, you know, a couple minutes to just praise him. And let's take a couple minutes just to make sure there's nothing between us and our group and, and that our hearts are, you know, in tune with him as much as we know at the moment. You know, right? There's all these sins of omission. We don't even know. But Lord, forgive me. I'm here. I'm needy. I'm hungry. I'm desperate, you know, for more of you today. I don't know how to pray as I should, but I'm coming. And I take, I take comfort in the promise of John 6, 37 that says, Him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. <laughs> when we come to him, he's not saying you have to have your life in order and you have to have this in order and you have to all these things. He's just saying, come. And if you come with your request, I'm not going to cast you out. So we come as our little small groups and we just say, 
We just need you, Lord. We're coming. We don't have everything as we should be, but we're hungry for more of you. We need wisdom in the situation. We need help, whatever. We're coming. And so, Lord, before we give you our request, we just want to praise your name for, for a few moments together as a team and do that. And so that's why I'm, I'm not doing this in a, in a professional way, because I want you to see this is very, very practical and personal. You can do this by yourself in your own personal time with God. I actually uh, do this often in my own time with God before I give God my my request, I'm taking time just to worship him and praise him. And I often do this, <laughs> this goes a little bit further, I often do this in song. And you don't have to be a singer to, to do this, but you just praise the Lord. You know, sometimes I'll turn on these quiet hymns, um, just soft hymns, and I'll sing with them and just praise the Lord. And that's really beautiful uh, as well. But just beginning with a spirit of praise, and um, I, I think it's just a beautiful thing to do. Two more things. Um, yeah, two more things. Something else that I thought was very interesting that Ellen White says in regard to group public prayer. She says, we should not have long prayers in public. We should pray short and right to the point. And in the context of this and the different things that I've seen, specifically one person praying long prayers. You know how difficult it is when you're in a group, I mean, even when you're in a group of five or six, but especially when you're in a big group, and everyone's praying long prayers. And you're just weary, and you're wondering if you'll ever have a chance to pray. She actually says sometimes those prayers can actually even weary the angels. I thought that was very interesting, <laughs> that they weary the angels. But this is the point. The reason sometimes there are such long prayers in public is because there's not prayer going on in private. And so when people do begin to pray, they're trying to make up for lost time, and it just turns long. Um, and I'm not saying it's not wrong, but she says our long prayers should be for our prayer closet. So long prayers are appropriate, but not in public. Our long prayers should be for our closet. So um, I very much, I'm not really a big fan of going around the circle. You pray, you pray, you pray. I really like to see the freedom of the Holy Spirit to lead where you pray if God convicts you to pray, but we're not going around the circle, we're not holding hands, you, 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 you. We're just praying as God convicts us to pray. And our prayers are short and right to the point. And you can say adequately, Ellen White writes this, um, so I have authority for this, you can say adequately in just a couple sentences what the point of your prayer is. You know, we don't have to explain and get long. Um, with God. And there are times, you know, we're in a smaller group and we're really wrestling for something. And there are times in that context that we'll pray longer prayers. I mean, we're here with a group and we're planning to pray for the next five hours. And so in that case, you know, everyone's in there for the, for the, for the duration. They're there to pray. They're there to wrestle. And so those times our prayers will be longer. But when I'm just leading a general group in prayer, um, we try to keep things more short and concise and, and just allow people to pray. No one has to pray, 
but anyone can speak up. And I see over and over again, children or those that are more timid and shy and aren't, aren't so much used to praying, they'll just be convicted to pray and they'll pray. And so it's beautiful. So um, as we take some time to pray today, um, we're going to start with praise. Don't give God your request until I, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of lead the prayer time until we get to that part. So we're going to start with a, um, with a spirit of praise, with prayers of praise, and then I will transition us through those different themes. And I often like to sing a song kind of in between. It's, I just think it's beautiful to add music <laughs> to the time of prayer. And, um, and then keep your prayers short and brief, just a sentence or two. And the last thing that I'll add is, because we're in a group and it's a little bit more difficult to hear, I ask people, speak up. Now, obviously, you're not praying for our benefit. It's between you and God. But we are in a group, and as much as possible, we want to avoid talking on top of each other. And so don't pray with your head down here where I can't hear you. Pray so that your voice projects so that we can hear, because there's probably about you know, 40 or 50 of us in this room, um, and we need to be able to hear what others are praying. And the beautiful thing about these short, concise prayers as well, instead of praying your, your whole prayer list, five different points, you're praying one point. And I'm convicted to agree with you in prayer. And I can because you only prayed one point. But when you pray all these different points, it, it's lost and we don't have as, as much ability to actually agree with one another and pray with one another. So it's a little bit more difficult. I'm going to have us as much as possible come forward and press um, up here, sit along here on the stage or behind if you can. Those that can't kneel, I'm not saying you have to kneel. I can't handle kneeling all the time just because of my knees, so I'm sitting sideways or whatever. Do what's comfortable for you. But let's get as close together so we can hear each other. And if you need to sit in these front rows, Let's have the people that need to sit, sit in these front rows. So just come forward and come join me up here on the, on the front. And because this um, time of prayer, so many people are going to be praying, we're not going to record the rest of the, um, of the presentation. Um, but go ahead, let's, let's, anybody that can come up here any closer, let's just press together as much as possible. Um, before we begin, I'm just going to say a prayer right now and just ask for God's Spirit to bless this prayer time, and, um, and then we'll go forward with our prayer time. Heavenly Father, we just want to come to you right now and again just ask that your Holy Spirit will fill this place, and we just thank you that you've already promised to do that, and we know that you are here with us right now, and so we thank you. Thank you for hearing this prayer, and thank you for this time that we can pray together as a body of believers. For your glory, Father, we pray in your precious name. Amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.